Thanks for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 711 for comics originally coming out February the 22nd and February 23rd. But before you want to get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, do we have anything else in the world of comics weighing on your mind? Well, uh, I was really happy to see Peacemaker uh, finale. That was really fun. Uh, did you get a chance to catch that yet? No, I have not. Um, really, really ended well. Um, didn't have to. Uh, you know, if you if they wouldn't have gotten another season, it would have been cool the way it, the way it ended. Uh, but we're going to get another season and another James Gunn directed and written season, so mm-hmm. it should be fabulous. Um, what a surprise! I did not expect much out of this series, and it was like yeah. expectations in like very below average, but it, it far exceeded them, so I was really happy about that. Excellent. Nice. Uh, so I hope I hope you get a chance to catch that. Where are you Where are you in it? Uh, I haven't started it because I didn't watch Suicide Squad. Oh, you didn't even start it yet? No, I recommended it to you based on everybody else's recommendation. Oh, I thought, I yeah, I thought you I thought because... you and I had started it about the same time when we were talking no, about it. No, I wanted to. I, I, I procured Suicide Squad. I just haven't. I don't know that you need, well, yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, watch that yeah. first. Yeah, so you got to carve out um, like twelve hours of time. Then correct. I'll just yeah pencil that in. <laughs> yeah, that'll be easy to do <laughs> with your life. Oh man, um, that's how like me with freaking rebels um, and Bad Batch <laughs> and like my God, it's like so Clone much. Wars, yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a lot of commitment. But like like eating an elephant, just take it one bite at a time, one right? One bite at a time. That's yeah. Right. What I was thinking I could do with the Star Wars cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it. Um, Can we call them animated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like when my wife calls, says, "Did I get new funny books today?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dismiss dis- a derisive tone about my comics. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're gaslighting. I, I get what you're doing. Yeah, we don't like that. Um. So I was thinking I could, you know, like watch the recap at the beginning of each episode uh-huh. and then just kind of just go to the next one and just kind of blow through a season that way. Yeah. You realize I sent you like the 22 episodes you have to watch and then told you to do those 22 and then seasons. That out. was very complex. I couldn't understand that infographic at all. And like how, what the what the order was. It I was, love that I sent you things in picture form, and you're like, "Nope, can't do it. Can't, can't, <laughs> can't read this. Can't, can't read pictures." Uh, and and you know you text, but, but you know you text me that, and it's so it's in my text, and then we have conversations, and it gets lost, <laughs> and it's gone. I never can find it again. So yeah, yeah. I, again, I need that's that's definitely a hole in my um, comic. Uh, universe watching for sure um but let's get off of that let's talk let's look at some feedback from some of our listeners um wade says hello c4 fappers love that love <laughs> that so it looks like this book came out a few weeks ago i'm selling around 30 bucks um this was as of the 1st of February, so this is a 17-day-old email <laughs> that I just found. Uh, Drew, always current. Always staying up with it. So he's talking about um, the Black Panther 3. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the if you book is insane. Yeah, so, so, if, so it's well bo- well above thirty bucks by now, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only have one copy, would you think about a quick flip or a long term hold, um, and a hold for the the Marvel movie appearance? Um, uh, ca- ca- I'm going quick, especially yeah. if you had that like super on fire one in twenty five. Yeah. Do it now, because yeah, who it. knows how long till we get to that. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Wade Ledden, by the way. He says, keep mm-hmm. up the work, and P.S., a 9.0 Amazing Spider-Man 300 just sold for a grand on eBay. Oh. That's kind of low, isn't it? For a 9.0? That's not a 9.8. Oh, 9.0. Yeah. Still. Still solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hicks said, hey, man, screw Comixology. What's going on? So, yeah, Comixology, Amazon, has it been in the news this week? And I, I, first I was like, oh, what are these, what are the nerds complaining about? You know, we're a big corporation, what'd they do? But it does kind of suck. <laughs> so they, they took away the viewer. So, you know, to read in Comixology, it's pretty nice. You know, it had a nice mm-hmm. pan and zoom and it was really good uh, reading experience. That's gone. Um, DRM free is gone. Um, people outside the U.S. really got screwed. I think they lost comics. Uh, they, they, they lost subscriptions, so they can't subscribe to anything anymore. Um, and really sucked was the comiXology um, publish uh, arm where it was like a 50-50 split so if you wanted to publish your comic digitally with comiXology um, uh, yeah it's called comiXology submit I believe was what it's called um, but you could publish your, your comic with them and it was a 50-50 split and your digital comic would be out there in the world and you could make money on it well Amazon's now trash that and now it's like a Kindle submission and it's a 35 65 split. Hmm. You get 35. <laughs> and uh it's not what didn't even uh, you didn't you did question who Yeah, you you knew it. that, right? Um mm-hmm. and then you have to and there's like no automatic upload and conversion. You have to manually convert your book into the Kindle format. Um, and if you have a library of books already in Comixology that you've submitted and published, um, those all need to be, those no longer exist, and those need to be re-uploaded wow. and manually converted to the kit, the Kindle format. Um to submit back to them again to make less money on your work. So, I mean, those are the things that just the highlights that I gleaned from an article that they sent me. And I was like, oh, okay, I see that. That that does suck. And you remember, I've been a big Comixology fan for a long time. I mean, we like digital. Yeah. And I really like the Comixology Unlimited and... Um, enjoyed that experience with, with the app, and we had such high hopes. 
when Amazon's Deep Pockets bought that, we thought, well, they'll have a they'll have a dedicated comic reader device like a Kindle, only made for comics. Mm-hmm. That'll come out, and they'll really blow the lid off this and expand the the hobby and reach all these great corners of the globe with it. And um, it looks like this action. You basically they did nothing for a year. Year oh, or yeah. two, they did nothing. They just left it alone, and and now this action looks like we're going in the, a definite wrong direction. Um, so yeah, um, screw you, Comixology and Amazon for what what whatever these business ideas were. I don't think they're good. They don't make any sense to me. I for one am shop shocked that the, the giant mega corporation decided to. Uh... <laughs> Cut the legs out from under the end. Well, I love a lot of the headlines. Like if you just type in Comicsology, some of the first things are uh, Amazon's Comicsology overhaul is here and it sucks. <laughs> Amazon's making Comicsology much much worse. Yes. Comicsology shopping experience a major setback. Yes, yes, and so I guess like in the early days of Google, like Google would would like earmark. A percentage of their developers' time to developing things just for the better of humanity. It felt like this is probably <laughs> just the spin, but you know, like that's how Gmail came out, and that's you know, and they came up with different things that weren't really money makers. They were just like value added to the Google suite of products, right? And you know, little, little did I know that they were selling my ever thoughts and history and <laughs> everything to advertisers at the time but you know there was that seemed like they were they were adding enough value to it that it was okay so that's what i was kind of thinking amazon was going to be doing they were going to be adding yes they're still going to make their money but they were going to be adding so much value to the proposition that it was going to be worth it for us and um now no it doesn't seem to be the case so far bummer so, boo. Boo, big corporation. <laughs> Screw the little guy. Throw your stones. Grab yeah. your pitchforks. Yes. Hey, Jason wants to know, what are your predictions for the 2022 comics industry? Bubble will burst, but I've said that for the last two years. Yes. Uh, so, it, we're a month and a half in, and you're saying what bubble? You're saying that... Sell everything. Get out now. <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying that... We're going to get back to normalcy. No, nobody's going to want to collect comics anymore. And these uh, these nut job prices are going to stop. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good prediction. Um, <laughs> but you did say that two years ago, I believe. Yep, I've said that every year. Yeah, and, and last year you would have been really, really wrong on that yep. one. Yeah, kicked in the crotch last year. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I, th- I, th- I think we're probably a year away from that. I think we're still going to have another strong year, um, in 2022 for, for pricing. So, um, what's going to happen this year? Are we going to have like a box office bomb, um, a legitimate box office bomb that's so not, not like Morbius? Ooh, could, has Morbius happened already? No. Yeah. Okay. Um. Eternals was kind of a box office bomb. That's true. That's true. It's really hard to gauge bombs now because of the 
pandemic. Yeah. You know, and keeping people awake, you know, even though Spider-Man is now like number two all time or something like that. Black Widow was probably considered a bomb. Yeah. And that was, that was basically got, just didn't even really get a theatrical release, did it? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not, so I guess we've kind of really already had bombs. So I don't know that I can, I can predict a, a bomb. Uh, let's see. What 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 can so I? So what if what, nobody goes to see Batman? That would be, that would be a really big surprise. Um, I think it'll do well. Mm-hmm. I think it'll do really well. And that's boring. What if nobody went and saw Batman? <laughs> that would yeah. That'd be crazy. And what would that say? That only Marvel can make movies now? Yeah, exactly. Go back to your TV shows, DC. Yeah. Go back to your cartoons and your animated uh, direct-to-DVD market. Yeah. I'd like to see... I, would, I think... I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about the chaos that is the distributor wars um, that's happened over the last couple of years. The direct-to-DVD or to Disney Plus versus theatrical releases? No, no. Uh, back to comics. Um, like ah. the distribution. Um, the the Diamond to Lunar to uh, Penguin Random House. Um, sh- kind of shattering of the Monopoly. And I'm curious if, uh, if Diamond continues to hemorrhage uh, publishers to those other two um lunar and 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 penguin at what point you know do they do they stop distributing comics it would it take all the premiere would it take Im, would it take image idw dynamite would it take like those three leaving to do it I think Image would have to be the one that, that I think if Image stayed, they would stay in business. But I think if they lost enough premier publishers uh, to other distributors, that they they would I don't know that they could stay in business with just back half stuff. Do you? Uh, no, I do not. Unless there's unless there's so much money in the toys. Uh, and the the the, man- the mangas of the world, yeah, the stuff that's in the back. Unless there's enough money back there that that they can just continue to to keep running that. I I don't know. That'd be interesting to see what happened there. Not that I want them to fail, but yeah. I'd be curious if you know we're seeing um, Lunar coming out with their own magazine now with all their all their little publishers together what's i can't remember what that's called let me look real quick i keep thinking we're gonna have a situation where without diamond next phase it's called we're gonna run into situations where first printings don't necessarily mean anything because we've got perpetual abilities to print things more since we don't have the grand system of diamond where things have to be so yeah far in advance and we're getting more and more people doing things independently we're probably i keep thinking we're going to lose the ability to track what a single print run is yeah as opposed to printing them and then oh let's just go back and print a few more but we're still going to consider that the first run kind of thing i mean we've already lost track of our numbers 
uh, for a great deal. We, we don't yeah. have the ability to track print run as much, so I feel like that can get washed down. And you know, I don't think we'll ever be to the you know the Don Ross baseball cards of the early '90s. But you know, without the integrity of the print run and the first printing, if we ever run into a place where that's called into question, the whole industry could collapse. So yeah, you, you because we don't have sales numbers, we really don't know. Correct. Uh, we don't so get we're just trusting radio. that they're not like, oh yeah, we found a bunch more first prints. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that really goes back to your bubble bursting prediction. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the absence of sales numbers and figures to give us an idea. And, I mean, we get them occasionally. We get a bone occasionally. But for the most part, we don't. And we don't have yeah. visibility anywhere where we used to. And we didn't have full visibility even then. Um, but you're right. I mean, at what point do I say I'm not going to pay $25 for this three ninety nine comic? Because you could have printed a million of them. Mm-hmm. You know? And they're probably out there somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, as print-on-demand gets more and more sophisticated, they can get closer. Because right now, I just don't... I just It's just a step down from... A significant step down in quality from, mm-hmm. you know, offset printing. Um, but if it, if it can take another step and get to the point where it's semi-affordable, we, yeah, we'll never, we'll never have a, a real first print anymore. Correct. That would be bad. Be it bad for collectors anyway. Not for readers. Yeah. Bad for collectors. Interesting. All right, Kyle. Well, let's look at some of those image comics that might be coming up that we won't really know the sales numbers on. <laughs> That's right. Of course, Drew and I like to comb through our previews book before we make our orders and just kind of see what piques our interest and what we're really talking about and thinking about. Uh, we share that venture with you, so we are opening up our previews digitally, of course, for Drew and myself. And we are starting with our good friends in image. It is physical page 42, digital page 49, full risk, and we are starting... With the grand title of Bloodstained Teeth. Yeah, this is Christian Ward and Patrick Reynolds. So, so of the things that it says he's in, I remember ODYC. Yeah, Invisible Kingdom. I don't remember reading Machine Gun Wizards. I don't remember existing. <laughs> and Patrick Reynolds did the Mask, which I don't remember. So. Yeah. But it is a hundred bullets style crime saga, so that's got me interested. It's gonna it's gonna have a paranormal element to it because you know you can't just do a crime series for some reason unless you're a brew baker. <laughs> uh, sampling this, yeah. Uh, it lives in a world where blood isn't the only thing that vampires crave, and for the right price, they'll make you vampires too, because immortality is, of course, never cheap. Yeah. I think I'd, I think I could check this out. Plenty of covers to choose from. They all look kind of similar, but... Yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay, okay, this is kind of like... Uh, almost, I'm almost eye-rolling. So we have an, in my mind, almost unknown creative team. 
Yes. That is giving an opportunity for a one in one hundred book. Yeah, seems um seems a little yeah, a little, think a little bit, a little um, a lot of a lot of yourself there, you know, mm-hmm. a little conceited. But yeah. you know what? You know who likes one in one hundreds and one fifties retailers? There you go. <laughs> like them a lot. Yeah. And a handful of collectors like them. Some good covers, though. Some good covers. And the interior art looks pretty good. A little uh, Technicolor color palette. Mm-hmm. Not bad. <clears throat> Very interesting. Uh, now, now, Kyle, we're going to go to Lego Ninjago Garmadon number one. What am I missing here? What's this about? Uh, all new Lego Ninjago. So Ninjago is their kind of ninja universe. Was, so I, I assume it's probably a little bit more in depth on that, but it's kind of their version. Is it a game or a movie or just a toy? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Um, all new Lego Ninjago comic book series starts here. Perfect for fans, new and old alike. An official new chapter of the Lego Ninjago universe begins here. Far away from Ninjago City, a village is terrorized by a mysterious new threat when they, they're they saved by a stranger with incredible powers known as Garmando, the Lord of Destruction. Has Garmando turned over a new leaf since his disappearance, or is this just the first step to his master plan of finally defeating Master Wu and the ninja forever? Yeah. The first collaboration between the Lego group and Skybound Comics kicks off Yeah, from now. Tree Young. I did say I'm all in on Skybound. I read everything. Okay. I read everything they do. Until <laughs> Lego Ninjago. I don't see any reason for that. That's not, not that, that doesn't line up with me at all. So I probably won't get that one. So that's okay. They don't all have to there be for go. me. Do you have any interest? Would your kids care about this? I will ask, but we're, I mean, while we dabble into some Legos and some games, Ninjago is not at the high, the, yeah. the top of those lists. Gotcha. Yeah. So let's go to A Town Called Terror, number one. Steve Niles, Simon Kudaransky, um, series premiere. And this is kind of a cross between Ozark and Midnight Mass. I don't okay. even know that I know what Midnight Mass is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Was that a horror movie that I have never seen? Maybe. Um, Henry West is brutally kidnapped in the middle of the night while his wife Julie watches, terrified. Henry awakens to the reality of his whereabouts, but Julie, with no evidence of the phantom crime, is unable to help to get help to search for him. Uh. I'll check it out. I'll read the first one. It looks like it's very much, um, if you look at like page 51 there where we get some of the internal art, it looks like it's literally storyboards from a movie scene. Because as he starts it, he's, they show the playback of the, the music that's playing in the background. And no. Literally gotcha. give the writer and the artist uh, pops in it. So it's uh, it looks... More like a uh, a treatment for a movie than it does a comic book. Yeah, 
Yeah, let's get a little bit of that, don't we? Um, then we go to image number one, image with an exclamation point, and we got a few people on this one. Jeff Johns, Declan Shalvey, Scotty Young, Murka, Wyatt Kennedy, Brendan Fletcher, Kyle Higgins, Muti, uh, Vecchi, Babstar, tons of people on this thing. It's an anthology series, 12-issue series, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the first Image comic book with a year-long parade of all-new stories from some of the biggest and best names in comics. So we've got tons of different stories by a bunch of different people. It's a 64-page book, so it's six bucks. Um, It's no risk for retailers, big risk for us uh, on whether any of these will be good stories or not. I'm curious if these are... um, Okay, this is the inaugural issue kicks off with the first chapters of two 12-part stories. So so you get two 32-page stories in this. I thought it was going to be like way more stories than that if it's since it's an anthology. Um well they well that's weird. I wonder how they're going to do that. Yeah, this book has the beginning of two 12-parters. In the beginning of three of two three part of three three parters. Okay, plus the opening installments of a, of three part. Okay, so they're not two thirty two pages. Plus the first look at Declan Shalvey's old dog, and a new strip by Scotty Young. I was in until I saw it was six dollars. Okay, but you got to get this one at least because you're getting five first yeah, appearances. You get the first appearance, yeah. Plus. You know, a Scotty Young strip that could just develop into something, maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Old Dogs. Old Dog is going to be in here. Um, which I think we've already seen a preview of that in the back of something. Um, but still. Yeah, I think you got to get this first one. And, yep, then, and then reevaluate after that. Because you never know. Um, but yeah. So, good, good on them. Celebrate. Celebrate your 30th anniversary, you know, enjoy that for a year, and then do it again in 35. If there's one thing we've learned from Marvel, it's celebrate with a price hike. Yeah, celebrate, celebrate, make some money while you're doing it. Uh, Then we have The Secret History of the War on Weed. It's a one-shot by Jerry Dugan and Brian Prothain with art by Scott Koblish, all weed smokers. Um, let's see, these, the, the creators reform Voltron from their days on Deadpool, not appearing, uh, to tell a true story and lost chapter from our nation's sad and failed war on drugs. And it's going to be out on 420, of course. Mm. Uh, Juana Man might make an appearance. Oh my. How much is it? Five bucks. It should be four dollars and twenty cents. Come on. <laughs> That's funny. We got a, a, a farmhand appearance. Um, man, when's the last time there was That's a farmhand? Just about that. Yeah. Ah, I think it's those been a were while. five issues series or five issue arcs, and we did three arcs, and then we yeah. just hadn't done anything in a while. We took a break. Um, I'm thinking over the summer. 
was the last farmhand. I'd have to look that up. That's nuts. But but I'll, I'll read it. I'll see if I remember what the hell's going on. Let's <laughs> see if we can catch back up. See if there's a uh, review page. Got some great uh, image first reissues here. You can get the first Astro City, um, the original Aerosmith, it looks like. I recommend Middle West and Little Bird. Uh, Radio Black, Department of Truth, Firepower, Doctera, Scumbag. Oh, man, there's all kinds of good stuff. They're also giving new printings of Paper Girls. Walking Dead, Walking number, Dead one. <laughs> number one. Spawn, number one. Wickdiv. So many. They keep these in print, which is nice for readers, mm-hmm. bad for collectors. Because the ones that they didn't keep in print um, for a while, you could get, you could make some money on. This is true. But not anymore. Uh, we're looking at some hard covers now and some trades. Anything you missed in um, singles that you might want to catch in in trade, Kyle? Not really. No. The Spawn Record Breaker trade paperback is kind of cool. It's doing the 298, 299, 300, 301. So it's doing essentially its resurgence issues and then talking a lot about uh, all the cool stuff they did there. Ah, cool. There's been a few things that I've wanted to do as trade. Got in there a little. There's some even image first backlist spotlight. There's even more they're showing here mm-hmm. that you can get. I would like to have that first sunstone. I never. I, didn't, I don't think. I think I missed that. Snot girl. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun stuff. They're, you know, with our discount, we'll at fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Pretty good deal. Give away, be good for um, trick or treaters. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> probably, probably got to be careful which ones you put in their yeah. bag. Probably not that sunstone. Maybe not that saga either. Yeah, <laughs> might be tough. And then just our ongoing stuff, our ghost cage, our firepower, deadly class. Gunslinger spawn. I like that we're doing a lot more blank covers. <laughs> what are we doing with um, Hellcops cover there? Demon. It's like a cosmopolitan. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, issue, and then they're virgining the Cosmopolitan issue. I think it's pretty rad. I love Ice Cream Man cover A with uh, the infinite loop and the cover B's Nightmare Fuel as well. I <laughs> just do some good stuff. I thought that when we're, we're getting close to this ending, aren't we? Ice Cream Man? Or... I haven't heard uh, if right, he was running up then. If he was running out, but it's quite possible. You know, a lot of guys have 30 issue arc in them and. They don't want to keep doing the same thing much past that, so we'll see. I hope he doesn't. It's really been a solid book. Drew, I'm going to read you the, the 
blurb for Loaded Bible, Blood of My Blood, number two by Tim Seeley. Jesus has been bitten by Dracula, sleeper vampire. Just so. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> great. Great. That's... What in the manifest destiny is that cover? Um, that's some a character we had. Uh, I, I remember the character, but. Yeah, I'm revisiting just... with a terrible cover. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Roberts, I don't like it. This is a resolicit, so. Oh, interesting. Really cool, monstrous cover. Is that because um, we we missed our ship date and it got canceled, or sales were lackluster and they decided to hold until they could get some more sales? Or what do you think the reasoning? behind that is I don't think it's sales based I think there was some sort of some sort of scheduling conflict yeah delay of some sort really like that radiant black cover eh I'm not there yet I was looking at Newburn oh nice yeah a little homage huh Mm mm-hmm the Wolverine homage. It's really nice to see Saga back on on this list. Yes, there's simple solicits in the rock band cover. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Like all of the Spawn stuff has a blank cover B. Wonder why? This week, uh, just this week, they're 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 all doing that. That's pretty cool. But I wonder what what the reasoning is. Didn't want to con season pay, pay beyond barons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, another one. Yeah, haven't done them for a while. Maybe. But it could be maybe maybe Todd's. Planning on doing some um, con circuit stuff. Mm-hmm. Wants to have some out there. What's going on in Walking Dead here? No hand and pregnant wife. 36, 37. We're still in. Uh... Yeah, we're still in we're Woodbury. In yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot how slow that that arc was. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> you know, man, I'm telling you. Um, I I remembered it more fondly than some of it was written. It was mm-hmm. there 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 was some clunky plot stuff that they they chose when when the show. With the show to f- fix, no, oh, yeah, they got and they did, and they got it right, um, and and fix some character pr- problems and and some plot well, they lost problems. half a season doing that though. <laughs> yeah, but but you just just like a lot of just Kirkman decisions that you're like, oh, he had a chance to retcon that and he took it, yeah, mm-hmm. because that was that was not the right way to go, and that character didn't work there, and that. 
you know. Now, I think as he went on and he got better and made less of those mistakes. But the early 30, man, there's a lot of that. And that's pretty much the end of it. That is. more Matthew Rosenberg titles. Yep. That's it. So some neat stuff in previews, but nothing, or in image, but nothing too crazy. No, you know, it used to be like, we'd get double digit number ones each and every, every month. And, um, that's slowed down a little bit, slowed down a bit. So let's shoot over to a cover price and, uh, see what the top 20 has to say. Yeah, let's look at our cover price top 10, see what's selling well in the secondary market. Uh, we're clicking on there. Let's start with our number 10 book, Star Wars Darth Vader number 6. It's been reported by comicbook.com that Star Wars Rupert Friend rumored to have been cast as Grand Inquisitor for Obi-Wan Kenobi. True. Again, you don't know who any of these people are because you don't watch things. No. While appearing via a cameo in 2016's Star Wars Canaan number 12, this 2017 issue is his first full appearance this rumor was shared across many news sources helping us track 24 copies of the secondary market a ctc 9.8 going for 625 dollars so um i don't think i sent you the uh the list of all the grand inquisitor stuff did i no i don't think so i have you covered on that i have all the different second sister and all that fun stuff so uh is it an infographic that's easily to, easy to understand? Yes, I'll send it to you right now. It's, <laughs> it's literally pictures of all these people. So there's that for you. Um, but yeah, they're essentially like uh, assassins sent to hunt down the remnants of uh, Order 66 and all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, wow. Stuff through that. So, oh, that's not uh, one so person. No, there's, uh, like I said, we've got Grand Inquisitor, Second Sister, Fourth Sister, Fifth, blah, blah, blah. And wow. And other people. So there's some uh, some fun stuff in there that we'll eventually get to in there. And all of those cool all of those were in the same readers. issue. No, not necessarily. But we get into who they are and what they are. Oh. And some of these, and then we have different things pop in subsequent things. And some of them, I don't think have hit comics yet either. Oh, okay, very so. cool. But yeah, uh, at rank nine we have the Avengers number fifty fifty three, the Joshua Sway Swabby Black History Month comic this is uh, of course our, our boy miles on the front a new character appears in this issue that fans have dubbed red panther due to the all red panther suit while we wait for more information from the next issue the first appearance of red panther also features a nice sway miles morales cover with 66 copies moving on the secondary market and a 35 dollar price tag already wow at rank eight, we have New Avengers Illuminati number one, the direct edition from 2006. Thanks to a new Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Super Bowl commercial. Did you watch this thing with everybody's dissecting the shattered glass? No. no? Oh, okay. The likelihood of Marvel's Illuminati appearing in the film now seems highly likely. Many clues allude to this, from Illuminati symbols to the six chairs and a clear voiceover of Patrick Stewart. This one shot is the first Illuminati solo issue, specifically closing on Civil War and leading directly to Planet Hulk. 30 copies in the secondary market. We're already seeing 100 bucks for CDC 9.8. Is that is that trailer worth tracking down? Um, 
yeah, you got to watch it, and then you got to see all the different dissecting pieces. And we think we're pulling Invincible Iron Man out of it, then we don't know if we're pulling Invincible Iron Man out of it, and then it hmm. looks one one second looks just like Invincible Iron Man, one second looks nothing like Invincible Iron Man. So it's cray. Okay, cool. Secret Avengers number 19 from 2011, a recent image from Empire Magazine was released showing Mark Spector in his Mr. Knight persona. This was just speculation last month that has now turned into reality. The fierce appearance of the Mr. Knight soup, not the persona, first landed in our top 10 in early January and has returned to the list this week with 44 copies still moving. The CGC 9.8 version of this book, $300. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you have this? I don't think I do. Oh, my. At rank six, we have Black Panther number three. Tosin falls from the number one spot this week as his first appearance slows down a bit in sales. This week, we tracked 84 copies. CGC 9.8 going for $185. And fair market value still $47 for this book. So... While Tosin is not the number one, still hot. Yeah. At rank five, Star Wars, Darth Vader number 20, the Christopher Sprouse Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary cover. This issue features the first official comic book cover appearance of the Mandalorian and Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. This book sold a ton of copies online last week, 168 of them, and a high sale of $35 for a raw. I remember talking about it, but I don't, yeah. When When did this happen? It just came out. How did we not notice this? Did we not? Did we not know this was the first time that they'd been on the cover? Yeah, I, I saw it, but I originally thought it was fake, and then I, I forgot to circle back. They hadn't been on the co- on a cover before. No, because they don't have a book. They're not really in any of the universes we're currently in. I just thought there was that somebody had stuck them on the cover by now. Yeah. Interesting. We missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Yeah, Din Djarin and Grogu's first cover. Yeah, chicken, chicken, all right. Sorry, I clicked off. Uh, oops, I did it again. At rank four, we have the Spectacular Spider-Man number 244 from 1997. Last week, it was revealed that Sony has cast Russell Crowe for their Craven feature. This is a little confusing since Crowe has already been cast as... Zeus for Thor, Love and Thunder, and the character doesn't seem to fit this as well. This possibly this possible continuity conflict has led many to theorize that Crow will most likely play Sergei Kravenov, the first Craven. It leaves Aaron Taylor Johnson potentially playing Sergei's son, Alexei uh, Aliosa Kravenov, whose first appearance is in this issue, and later takes on Craven the Hunter's mantle. This speculation lay, may it move 41 copies, $35 for a raw. To add to the mix, it also it is also rumored that Anna Kravenoff may also appear in the film, making it a fam- family affair in their hatred for Spider-Man. So lots of Craven moves. Yeah, lots news. Of, a lot of Craven, yeah. I should say Craven speculation. At rank three, Amazing Spider-Man 88. In today's comic collecting world, any Marvel first appearance is instantly hot, and this particular issue features the first appearance of the Goblin Queen. 
Uh, $21 for Raw. Drew and I have already stated that we're staying away from Goblin variants because <laughs> we've already been burnt too many times. <laughs> At rank two, we have New Avengers number seven from 2005. As noted, the Illuminati's live action appearance seems to be highly likely in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and their first appearance uh, featuring Reed Richards, Namor, Stephen Strange, Charles Xavier, Black Bolt, and Tony Stark is in this issue and was instantly on fire during post-Super Bowl. 93 copies sold in one day. Wow. High sale of $500 for CGC 9.8. And raw copies hitting over $100. And we don't see this one slowing down, I said. Yeah. At rank number one, the Avengers number 53. While the Illuminati was a last-minute contender sneaking into the list with just a few hours left before the list is created, this standard cover of the first Red Panther was the hottest book of the week with 121 copies moving at $25 for Raw. Great. Hopefully in the next couple issues we'll fi- figure out the longevity of this character. I'm not, not very well. <laughs> you're, you're saying noop noop noop. No, I don't, I don't believe in that one either. Uh, at rank 11 we have Amazing Spider-Man 565 from 2008. Uh, this is the first appearance of Anna Kravinoff. Who may make uh, become Craven the Hunter as well? Um, that that makes a lot of sense, you know. Flip the the gender on Craven. I, I can I can see them doing that. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Darth Maul number two from 2017 comes in at rank 12. This is Gad Bane, um, and they're now they're now questioning the, his death in the series finale. Ooh, interesting. Uh, we tracked 57 copies of this first appearance selling with a high sale of um, 900 bucks for a CGC 98. At rank 13, we have X-Men Avengers number one from 1992. Uh, this is X-Men 97 animated feature for Disney Plus. And this is the first comic book version of X-Men 97. So people picked up 28 copies. Including a CGC 9.8 for 300 bucks. At rank 14, we had Hulk number three, uh, the Ryan Otley cover, the first appearance of the Black Hawk, Black Hulk, uh, for Black Hawk Down, Black Hawk Down, with 44 copies selling and a high sale of $18 for all. At rank 15, we have Star Wars Kanan, The Last Padawan, number 12 from 2015. This is a cameo appearance of the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, that's making this one trend. Who knew me having two full runs of Kanan would pay off so much? I, uh, only you saw that hold potential. I yeah. jumped off early. Uh, kudos, hat tip. Uh, uh, rank 16 we have Land of the Living Gods number 1 an Aftershock comic book that is uh, 1 in 15 it's a post-apocalyptic title variants very tough to find in store Uh, 17 copies of this one sold with a high of 76 bucks for a raw copy Uh, rank 17 we had Star Wars Darth Vader number 1 from back in 2015 the first uh, official first appearance of Black Chrysanthemum is hanging on. Uh, 45 additional copies sold with a high sale of $465 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Star Wars Darth Maul number three from 2017 is the first cover appearance of Cad Bane. 
and this sold 36 additional cup copies and had a high sale of $300 for a CG298. Uh, Harbinger number one, Valiant's book from 1992. Uh, Paramount Pictures has hired director Wed Ball for their Harbinger film. This helped a few collectors feel a little more confident in picking up a copy with 13 copies selling and a high sale of 250 bucks for a CGC 9.6. And rounding out the top 20, we have Amazing Spider-Man 210, The Newsstand from 1980. Um, and this is the Madam Web appearance with Dakota Johnson playing her. Uh, this sold 26 copies and had a high sale of 729 for a CGC 9.6. I just checked my comic book realm, and I only have myself logged as having Darth Maul issues one and two. Ha ha ha! No! <laughs> no, you jumped off one too soon. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, Eric just sent us our, the FOC list, so we do have that. If you want to take a look at um, FOCs. Um, I'll, I can either pull it up in that or I, I have it already as the other two sites. You're ready to go for at Lunar then? Yep. We can take a look at Lunar. Yep. Seeing if there's anything else. There's not much, is there? It doesn't look to be uh, any DC at all, unless I'm doing, looking at something wrong. I'm going to say now I'm going to have to check out the, uh, the email because I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any DC. Do you? I don't see anything yet. Wow. No DC. Okay. Okay. So what do we have then? Let's look at image. Uh, we can get that Astro City Metro book, which is collecting the first two trades, I believe, for 30 bucks. Um, long out of print. Nice to see that back. We have Clay People Colossus, a one-shot. Didn't see that one coming. Mm-mm. Yeah, there are no DC books. That's crazy. I'm just double-checking. Uh, Slumber number one is another number one from Image. This is Tyler Burton Smith and Vanessa Cardellini. Um... It's a nightmare about a nightmare hunter, a dream detective. She runs a shoddy back alley business where she helps clients sleep at night by entering their dreams and killing their nightmares. Didn't we have a wasn't there a dream an image book back in the day that was like a something like that? Yes, I remember that. Oh, I can't remember what it I think it was dream something. Yeah, so we we have the like again opposite of Fraggedy Kruger type of thing. Yeah. Um, she tracks down literal living nightmares. A serial killer that murders people in their sleep. Um, could be fun. Um, that's definitely something I would check out. Um, got me written all over it. We're doing a Stillwater one-shot uh, on the escape for some reason. Why are we doing a one-shot and not just continuing the book? Because number one sells so much. Yeah, it must be. Maybe this is this is just like a 
Let's just end it for a while. I don't know. This is meant to answer all of our biggest questions before the final chapter of Stillwater begins. The final arc, I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all I got an image. Yep, me too. Not much in Dark Horse, really. Assassin's Creed book, cloaked. The final cloaked. Uh, IDW is going to give us uh, not much either. Transformers, Usagi. Mm -hmm. How about Marvel? Come on, Marvel. Some cool, amazing Spider-Man. A, a very neat cover, if that black and white one is the final. I like it. Oh, why is it $6? Uh, Just because? Is this in the big finale of Beyond? Well, that's why it's $6? Yep. <laughs> is it double... Is it extra pages? Well, I'm sure there are a few extras in there. You don't think you don't think Marvel would just put six dollars on something without giving you something extra? Oh, they definitely would. They <laughs> definitely would. Interesting. All right, so we missed out on Grogu, and uh, uh, we missed out on Dinjarin and Grogu's first cover. Um, here we have dirt. Star Wars Darth Vader 21, the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary. We got a cover with What's-His-Face on the front, whose name I'm completely blanking on. Uh, oh, yeah, the dude played by Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, what's the dark, the dark troopers? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not as enticing not, yeah. to me. Yet still, well, is has collectability. Sure, sure. God, I'm really kicking myself over the, missing the boat on the other one, though. Yeah. How do we not put two and they two together? Have power that week. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Let's blame it on that. We were not even here for that one. <laughs> but not a ton from Marvel. And then, let's see, Dynamite giving us some uh, variety of covers to choose from, from three books, <laughs> maybe, maybe two books, but 45 covers. Not a ton. Uh, let's see, Boom is got a Basilisk, Once in Future Trade, Faithless. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that that uh, Vader twenty came out on the ninth, which would have meant we would have been recording on the fourth, and I think it was when we were out of power. Yeah, there you go. That got us. So we would not have been dumb enough to miss that one had we had all of our. Drivers. I would like to think we wouldn't, but you never know. Now, is the something is killing the children? Um. Cut mask variant die cut is is that like does that like come off? So if it's die cut, does that mean like just her face is up there, and that's the you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, where where is the, where is the die cut? How is that? How does that work? I assume this black piece will uh, will is it cut away fold. or is it what is yeah, cut? Yeah, and you can see behind it, so it just covers it up. So it's like an extra cover. Okay, kind of similar to the yeah, like a, the Joker die cuts, I think. And some of these bees have done really well. Yeah. What do you think about this potential? Yeah, I, I like them both, both the B and the C. I don't know what the difference is. Oh, she's bloodier. Yeah. She's bloodier. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. You'd go with the bloodier one, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, uh, there might be something also with the collectability of this Power Rangers 17 FOC reveal variant. Because it's a ranger we haven't seen before. It's those cool uh, contrasting covers we like so much, uh, and yeah. it's an FOC variant. So there might be, there might be yep. some uh, something on the vine there. Definitely. Alt Control Delete Number One from Second Sight. I feel like we've checked that out already. Maybe that was. A... I'm already mad because it's supposed to be Control Alt Delete, and they're just changing things away around. Are they doing that just to get higher up in the alphabet? (laughs) Second Sight Publishers. XP is currency. Seems like an interesting topic. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Bylines in Blood number three that's been a fun series I've enjoyed that one a lot God Killer Spiderland goes to a third printing for its first issue hmm. another really wicked cover by from a blaze for Life Zero its second issue is pretty nifty that is a cool cover the old hole in the head Second Sight also having Pinpoint number one. Yeah, and Menagerie. They're really producing some stuff. They've been in the last few of our um, FOCs. Shadow Man number seven with a uh, very cool cover B. Yeah. The Shining homage. Not as good as that Catwoman homage that Cowabunga did, though. Correct. Exactly. I was just thinking that same thing. And that was... So it... That's already out. That was six. That was for six, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Star Girl number one from Behemoth. Or as Andy calls it, Behemoth. Uh, Star Girl. S-T-R-G-R-L. Not to be confused with... a world with, where vowels don't exist. <laughs> Not to be confused with... Um, wasn't there a Stargirl over on... Um, was it, DC's got was it DC? Yep. An enemy force continues to threaten the integrity of the galaxy as, as a whole. A group known as the Moon Gang 
formed by four general star girls from the moons of Jupiter, intercepts the enemy. Mm. Mm. Sorry. I don't think so. (laughs) Interesting. Well, we don't really have any DC items to talk about, Drew, so what is your item that we need to pick up? I think I'm going to go with Slumber from Image Comics, the uh, number one, uh, about the n- Nightmare Hunter, the Dream Detective. I'm trying to think if there's going to be anything good in this Spider-Man finale. Eh, I'll just go with the weird layup in Star Wars 21, that uh, Giancarlo Esposito cover. Ah, there you go. Since we can't think of his name. We'll just call him Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> All right. Time for our what, hot 10. Is that right? Yeah. Let's send it over to good friends at. There we go. Uh, at comicbookinvest.com. Let's look at their secondary market as they track it and see what our hot books are for this. Week. Uh, start at rank number one with new Avengers number seven. Can't even begin to explain how many copies of this book have sold. The raw prices have ballooned to over a hundred dollars, but seems to have settled to between seventy-five and ninety. Doctor Strange is going to be crazy. So, a lot of Doctor Strange speculation. You okay? Yep, just looking something up, just because I wanted to see what it's doing right now. Yeah, so everybody's labeling everything as Doctor Strange, Illuminati, Doctor Strange, Illuminati. At rank two, something is killing the children. Number 21, the one per store ash can. Over $125, something is killing the children is still rolling along, and this gorgeous all-black cover is clearly a hit. Is it just me, or does ash can not really fit what these books are anymore? (laughs) It's very true. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't rank, know this existed. Yeah. At rank three, we have Extreme Justice number nine. Cover price up to $25 or more and a 9.8 selling for $250. I mean, okay, HBO Max is doing a Wonder Twins movie, and I guess Super Friends number seven is just out of reach. So are the Super Friends in Extreme Justice number nine? Is, yes. is that what the deal is? I'm guessing. Extreme. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, whatever. First DCU appearance of the Wonder Twins. Is Extreme Justice yeah. number nine? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So what was Super? What's wrong with Super Friends number seven? What is that? That's before this. Correct. So why is it not? the first appearance because it's out of reach it's uh, more expensive <clears throat> but it's the real first appearance right uh, sure I mean we get into a lot of those yeah that's the first appearance of the Wonder Twins there yeah I was saying maybe it wasn't oh it wasn't in the DCU yeah that was in its own universe the Super Friends universe Oh, and this we're going to have people talking about, well, it wasn't 
continuity. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> At rank four, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas number two, 9.8s are above $400. 9.6 is above 179.4s are over 120 all three hitting all-time highs. I don't think it was a surprise to anyone that Lin Lee would take over as Iron Fist. What I do want to know is, does anybody really care about Iron Fist at all? Probably not. <laughs> at rank five, we have Usagi Yojimbo, number 26. The Stan and Julie Sakai, one in ten variant. Between 35 and $40, pretty sure to me sure if me and my wife attempted a collaborative project like this the results would not be nearly as awesome and polished love the signature that's pretty sweet at rank six we have superior iron man number one jumping from five to ten dollars to over 40 this is strictly speculation the blur in the doctor strange trailer is likely not this character but that has not stopped people from buying it. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. At rank 7, Secret Avengers number 19. Was 10 to $15, now 40 to 50 Another of these weird costume first appearances, because of course it's Mr. Knight. Don't know about the long-term value of this one, although the cover art is pretty dope. At rank 8, Ruby number 7, the Derek Chu variant. Man, I love Derek Chu. $100. Going to be honest, I have no clue about this book. It appears to be somewhat difficult to find, but is it really that rare? People are listing the A cover for thousands. Van Denby let me know about this one, but this one falls into the I just don't get it category. No. No, I don't either. At rank 9, we have New Avengers Illuminati Special Number 1. Basically, zero sales of this book for months before this week. Many sales now in the 30 to 40 range definitely think this one is propped up by it being a Delato cover. At rank 10, we have Iron Fist number 1, the 1 in 50 Gunji variant. It's over $100. Several covers for this, including store variants, so expect some retailers to have several of these. Like this cover, but because of the number of copies floating around, I don't expect this one to stay in the current price. Point. Yeah, it's nice. This is, of course, the Spider-Man homage. Yeah, it's nice, but it was a 1 in 50. Of course, it's going to gonna have some value back let's go back to this Derek Chu up here yeah obviously Derek Chu's good I see that value there but when it's a cover on a comic that nobody cares about correct why is there still why is it still so sought after because there's not very many of them people realize you can't get them yeah and when people can't get things FOMO so it's Derek Chu driving this right it's nothing to do with Ruby. No, because like the, uh, the, uh, like the regular Ruby number seven is also insanely hard to find. Hmm. But I don't get it. Just yeah. because something's rare, it's rare because nobody cares about it. Why, why does it have value? It's rare because it's hard to get. Uh, yeah, it seems artificially rare, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the the actual cover A for this, people are asking $50,000 for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Recall. Okay, it was recalled and pulled. Someone's saying. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Still, who knows? All kinds of neat things. All right, well, we got some honorable mentions here from our good friends as well. We have the GI Joe number fifteen, the Tommy Lee Edwards one in ten variant. Mentioned this book a few months ago with a $50 sale. It is now selling for over $125 raw. Be on the lookout for these types of G.I. Joe variants. Some are super impossible to find. Hmm. That is a cool looking variant. And the other honorable mention, Master Comics number 29. A 4.0 sold for 6300 and an 8.0 for 5300 just last year. This is seriously an odd cover. Belts and Terror Twins, and he went full buckle. So that's a very, very odd cover. Yeah, but you got Hitler on there, so exactly. Somebody wants it. <laughs> All right. So when are these comics coming out? What are we looking for here for? Um... For a sneak peek? Yeah, for a sneak peek. 22nd and 23rd, is that right? 22nd and 23rd. Okay. Now it's time for a sneak peek at next week, where Drew and I talk about the comic coming out next week. Uh, we will start off with our good friends at Lunar Distributions to see our DC titles. And there are some. Uh, coming out this week, and there are DC titles. <laughs> we do have DC. That's good. Beautiful Julian Titino cardstock variant for action 1040 mm -hmm. very nice was that aquaman aquaman is that, yeah. is that both of our aquaman together yep looks like it all right some good covers for catwoman 40 uh, jenny frizzen with cover b and even the Jeff DeCal cover A is very good. Very nice, yes. DC Vampires 5, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a good read. Matina with a great cover on that one. Scary. Yeah. Uh, this Detective Shadow of the Bat. Kyle's been really good. Oh, yeah? And the House of Gotham backup feature. Really good. Um, so it's really a good one-two punch. Um, be fun for for people that when it's collected, I think, just be able to blow through it. There you go. Uh, but I've liked it so far. You know how I am. I don't. I don't. I don't heap praise on these long, extended things. So this is true. So I think what, what are we four issues in, and I'm liking it. So that's good. That is a good sign. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, Lee Bermejo. I think I'm the only person that love him, but I, he's great. He's just great. Look at look at that. Of course, Robin's shoes don't look like they're the right size. It looks like he has just, two different sizes, so that does look a little off. But Never mind. But I, take, I take it all back. Lee, Lee Bermejo's a hack. Washed up. How dare he? Yeah. I think he's got a size 12 and a size 8.5 on. <laughs> that's funny human targets on issue 5 and uh, first 4 have been great what a great great comic this has turned into 
Didn't expect much out of it either, and it's really good. Say, didn't see that coming. No, no, definitely surprised me. What about that Derek Chu for that Harley Quinn, Kyle? I like it. The sideways cover. Yeah. Good stuff. Pretty nice. I'm starting to like them more and more. Yeah, they're really solid. Refrigerator full of heads with some dope covers. And a very, very interesting Manipul Robin's 11 cover. Or Robin 11 cover. But cover B. Yeah, is that um, an Agul? I assume that's Talia. That scores Z with a really cool Matina. Yep. Dang. Yep, very nice. That scores Z with a really cool uh, cover A, Two-Face cover. That's awesome. Yeah. Tons of good stuff there. All right, let's look at image. We're going to, we've got a, an Aerosmith, number two. Aerosmith, not at, not that Aerosmith. Not that Aerosmith. Deadly Class 51. How close are we on this one? Um, well, this, we're, Part um, three of them. Yeah, we're, we're saying bye to Saya right now. And I, well, it seems like we're going to go and we're going to button up everybody's storyline or everybody that's still around to button up. Um, so I'm not really sure if we're going to go to 60, maybe. Maybe we're going to go to 60. That'll, that'll finish mm-hmm. it up. But but we're, we're we're buttoning everybody up and saying goodbye, and we're doing a lot of jumping um, through the years, and we're getting almost like to current day, which, you know, was always kind of rooted in the 90s. So that's really been interesting to see him fast forward to older. The kids are older. Characters are older now. And... Uh, so that's been interesting to see. So um, definitely something to read if you're a fan at all. Um, I'd, and I'd read it in single issues. I wouldn't wait. Saga 56. This one's going to be an emotional issue, they say. Aren't they all? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Hold, toe on the line at 299. Still... He's nuts. Makes me happy. I just don't understand it. I don't know why. He's, I mean, no one. Uh, he's just him and Todd. Yeah. And and Todd only does it for the main spawn, right? All his other spawns are three and four. Correct. Hmm. Step by bloody step by your boy size Spurrier. I think I was more excited for this than you were. Yeah, I don't think I liked the um. Armored giant, helpless child. Yeah, I don't think I like that. Then what did we see about Supermassive? Is that um, that's connected to the Radiant Black universe, right? Yeah, it's Kyle Higgins. Yeah, so hottest new radiant. So I didn't care much about that. Down Dark Horse. Nothing to write home about. Some more Black Hammer. IDW. Last Ronin fifth printing. That's cool looking fifth printing. Last Ronin number two fourth printing. Did we say that, that is the last Star Wars High Republic adventures? 
We didn't say that. Yeah, for IDW, this is them. There's their swan saying song. farewell. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. There's Spider-Man 90 with another Queen Goblin cover. Couple of them. Gobble them up. Another Adam Hughes cover with Black Widow 14. Lovely. Second printing on Hulk 2. Second printing on Moon Knight 6. Check that out. Does it look like... Oh, wait. I ordered that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Silk number two with a phenomenal cover, eh? In Yakli. What's the little, little diner scene? It's not too bad, though. I like that. Uh-uh. The Audrey Mock cover B, not too shabby. I, I liked it. I mean, I liked the first deliver. issue. It was good. Mm-hmm. Good, not great. That's all I got in Marvel. Nothing in Dynamite. Doing anything for me. Just more of the same. Flood of covers. Mm-hmm. Here we talked about the gold coins. Some, those Rose Besh gold coins. Are we in Boom? We are now. Where is Rose Besh gold coins? Midway through uh, Dynamite. Oh, yep, yep, there they are. All new Firefly number one. A new creative team of rising star writer David Boner uh -huh. and artist Jody Perez kick off an all new shiny direction for the crew of the Serenity. So I'm going to dip my toe in this and see how I like it. Are you going to get that uh, B cover? That is a nice looking Mal cover B. Yes. Source Point Press is giving us a Christmas Caroline annual. Sorry, there was one more thing. It was oh, in uh, oh, Boom. Go ahead. This Killer Affairs of State number one by Mats and Luke uh, Jackamon. It was kind of neat looking. All right. The Eisner-nominated series returns ahead of the upcoming David Fincher Netflix film. Then we have a distorted number one from Salvatore Vivenzio and Gabriel Falzoni. I like this one. I remember this one during um, FOC. And it's about a kid that runs away, I think. Yeah, in this world there are no superheroes, so superhero powers are a burden. 
Gotcha. Kind of like the concept of that. Emo girl number one from Black Tooth Comics. It's interesting looking. There's Heavy Metal Drummer. We had talked about that during FOC as well. Mm-hmm. From your boy Behemoth. From our good boy Behemoth. And also from Source Point is In His Own Image by uh, Gabriel Schiavone. Interesting. And this is uh, what some kind of android versus human deal. Struggle between man, machine, and God. Between the creator and the creature made in his own image. Yeah, it could be. Could be good. Could be direct. You playing the drums, bro? Yep, just clicking as I go. There's a lot of stuff I I don't care about. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna read this second quad. I enjoyed the first one. A radio apocalypse. I missed that. I missed out on that first issue. We talked about that during FOC. Yeah, yeah. I missed. I missed that somehow. Slipped. Slipped through my radar. Uh, Scott also gives us Shepherd the Valentine, a three-issue miniseries. This is on the Black Caravan imprint, which I dig. Mm. Um. Looks like this is um, supernatural stuff. Gosh darn it. The last session number three. It's a D&D spinoff thing. Oh, okay. I like the uh, cover B co- uh, character sheet. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And that is all I have, sir. Man. I'm going to have to go back to uh, a DC offering. I'm not sure. <laughs> there was some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I probably won't do that. <laughs> I'll have to go all the way. Nah. Nah. I'm going to go with uh, Distorted. By Scout Comics. Mm-hmm. Where are you leaning, Kyle? Uh, I don't. I think I'm. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Star Wars High Republic Adventures 13. Maybe they're gonna do something pretty dope on the very last one. Hoping they're gonna throw a curveball in there. And that's IDW. And the last time I picked the an IDW Star Wars book, so I might as well give them the last hurrah. That's true. That's true. All right. I want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through our sneak peek at next week. You can find us online at Patreon, the first comics for fun and profit. 
uh, find us there. Be part of our Slack channel, our discussions, uh, our conversations when we find this stuff out for the first time. Help drive those conversations. Uh, get some of our interview shows uh, early and stuff like that. Some of our exclusive stuff there as well. We appreciate you guys and thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.